We are in Doctrine and Covenants section 137 today, and we are getting awfully close to winding up the DNC. And I want to start in the handbook with a couple quotes. And it says, The prophet Joseph Smith taught that God's nature is one of light, fire, and glory. Our God is a consuming fire. And it says that in Hebrews 12, 29. And then it says, President Joseph Fielding Smith said, God is full of energy, and should we mortal stand in his presence, unless his spirit was upon us to protect us, we would be consumed. That is how much energy there is in a celestial body. And the reason I want to start with that is because the first four verses are so cool. And this is what stood out to me, is it says, The heavens were opened, and I beheld the celestial kingdom. And um, then in verse 2, I saw the transcendent beauty of the gate through which heirs of that kingdom will enter, which was like the circling flame of a fire. And in verse 3, a blazing throne of God, whereon was seated the Father and the Son. And then in verse 4, the beautiful streets that had the appearance of being paved with gold. And what just struck me with that is how much of that, even the streets being paved with gold, was this reference to fire. And I thought of the fire of Frad, Sh- sorry, Sad- Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And I also thought of Nephi and Lehi, who were encircled by the fire in the prison. And then, um, if you remember, the one who had left the church and then convinces the other prisoners to start praying, and they're encircled with the fire, and all of them are converted. I just, it, it just is such a beautiful thing to me that they have no other way to describe it. We don't have words to let us know what that is. But I loved these quotes in the handbook. It's not a literal fire, but it would consume us. The power and the only thing they can describe it as is a fire. And I just think that is beautiful. And won't that be incredible to understand what that is like? And I also could think of many scriptures that say we would not be able to stand in his presence, Moses, unless there was, it's not a transfiguration, but somehow his spirit comes upon us and makes us able to be in his presence. And that must have happened to Joseph Smith when the father and son appeared. And so I just think it's cool to think This is as close as they can get to us understanding. It's not a literal fire, but it is something like it. And so I just think that's cool. Those were just some things that came to mind. I wish I could explain what it was. I don't know. But I think it's cool that it's the closest thing they could say is fire. Okay. Um, I love that he says he sees Adam and Abraham. And then he also sees his father and mother and Alvin. Now, the interesting thing is his father and mother had not yet passed. And so the cool thing is that he sees them in the presence of Alvin. And knowing how righteous his father and mother are, and knowing they have been baptized, and knowing they have done everything that the Lord has asked that has been required thus far for Joseph and the other members of the church, it is so cool that Alvin is in their presence. And so the cool thing is that Joseph Smith, all of a sudden, who has been very concerned about his brother, who did not have baptism, did not have access to the priesthood power, and all of these things that they have learned, is in their presence. 
And what a comfort this is to him and what revelation this is to the rest of us. And it leads to um, this whole new uh, revelation that all who would have accepted, all who had the desire to follow God, all who didn't have a chance to be baptized will be in the celestial kingdom, will be exalted. And what an incredible thing that is. And so I love that it emphasizes, um, let's see, Bruce R. McConkie said, Mormon said it over and over. Many of the prophets have spoken, and I have beheld that all children who die before they arrive at the age of accountability are saved in the celestial kingdom. And then he says, um, eternal life is the highest heaven of the celestial world. Children will be saved there. Salvation means eternal life. The two terms are synonymous. They mean exactly the same thing. The Lord will grant unto these children the privilege of all sealing blessings which pertain to exaltation. And that's his brother as well. And I just think what a beautiful thing when you have other religions who profess that there will be eternal damnation should they die before they're baptized. What a huge thing for all of these people um, who have come from other religions that have taught this. What a revolutionary thing. It's no different than having the Father and the Son appear. How revolutionary that is that they are, we are made in the appearance of them. They are the Father and the Son, two different beings, and that we can become as they are. That all of that is just astronomical, beyond comprehension, and not what has been taught. So it's just beautiful. Um. The other thing I wanted to read was, we are all mature spirits before we were born and the bodies of little children will grow after the resurrection to the full stature of their spirit. All blessings will be theirs through obedience, the same as if they had lived to maturity and received them on earth. And then he provides for each of us the testing and trials which he knows we need. The Lord knows and arranges beforehand who shall be taken in infancy, who shall remain on the earth to undergo whatever tests are needed in their cases. The Lord takes many away, even in infancy, that they may escape the envy of man, the sorrows and evils of this present world. They were too pure, too lovely to live on the earth. And I think of... All the handicapped people um, also that come. I have a friend who has a daughter who um, is in her late 20s. And she knows that this will be her constant companion the rest of her life. And that the human side is to go, I will never be an empty nester. My husband and I will never be alone. We will never be able to do the things that other couples do as the other five of their children have grown and gone on. But the beauty is she had a dream and in the dream saw this girl and she, this daughter, and she was beautiful beyond description. And my friend said, I just could not even believe how incredible she was. And I know that was a vision of who she is and someday how I will see her as she really is and how lucky I am to be her mom. And I thought that was such a beautiful thing because it is hard. It is hard it, day in, day out. And I thought that was just beautiful. I was so grateful she shared that. Okay, 
Um, verse seven, thus came the voice of the Lord, all who have died without a knowledge of the gospel, who would have received it if they had been permitted, permitted to tarry shall be heirs of the celestial kingdom. And I love that we are judged in verse nine, according to our works and the desires of our hearts. That gives me such comfort. And I think of, um, friends who have left the church, who, um, go on long hikes or really um, do yoga and do other things, just are really incredibly good people. But because of circumstances of marriages or things that have happened in their life, they have stepped away. And really, um, this gives me such great comfort because they've never turned against the church or against God. They still believe in a higher power. And what I truly believe is that things that have happened in their life have um, really messed with their thinking. And I believe their desires are still so pure and so good and that they will be with me. They will be there and and because they're such good people and that gives me great comfort okay verse 10 and i beheld that all the children who die before they arrive at the years of accountability are saved in the celestial kingdom and so um i believe that those opportunities those children that die in infancy um my friend who has this handicapped daughter i believe they are here to teach us and to give us the opportunity they do have to have a body but what a blessing and a gift for the rest of us to learn to serve, to learn to be more Christ-like, to learn grief and pain and to trust in God and his plan. And all of that is beautiful, but all of it is hard and heavy. And how grateful I am that there is a God in heaven who knows all, who sees our hearts and our desires. It gives me great comfort to know he is the judge. And that we just get to worry about striving each day to become more like he is and to trust his will and to have faith in his plan. And I love these verses. I just think it is incredible all that Joseph Smith um, did to bless us and to inspire us and to teach us. And he said it is, we are but babes. If we could glance into heaven, the knowledge would be just, so much more than we have. How grateful I am for, it's a lot, but for the little bit that Joseph Smith says it is, for the little bit that we have that so teaches us volumes and makes me so desire to be a better person and to be where God is. What a treasure. I hope you know the church is true. And more than that, I hope and pray you know how much our Savior loves you.